great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Drop the Mitts Hockey Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Primetime Production. Honestly, kind of spur of the moment episode I'm doing here. Um, we've got the gold medal game coming up here at 1.30 Eastern Time. Um, you can catch that game at on on NHL Network, Team Sweden, the home team versus our Team USA. Man, I'm fired up for this game. I've been up probably since about 3 a.m. Um, been you know got all my all my USA gear on right now. I'm just so fired up for this game, especially after the finish um, of yesterday's game. Two, team USA was able to pull out um, three two victory over Team Finland, and just it was an up and down game for sure. Um, obviously Cutter Gauthier scores the, the winning goal on an unbelievable shot, twisted wrister, um, fucking made it look so easy. Didn't even look like he was shooting the puck hard and the thing was an absolute P. Um, also got goals, um, from Will Smith, um, as well as an absolute bomb from Ovi's spot, um, from Minnesota's Jimmy Snuggerud. Um, he scored the first goal of the game. It was absolute bomb um yeah you know the some questionable calls as far as you know the officiating goes um just very questionable calls calls they made calls they missed just very inconsistent and hopefully um today um you know in this gold medal game the refs kind of put the whistles away and let the boys play um i anticipate it's going to be an unbelievable game i mean both sides are incredibly talented um I, I anticipate it's gonna it's gonna be a back and forth game. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, whoever wins this game is gonna get this game stolen as far as goaltending goes. Um, you know, Trey between Trey Augustine and, and Fowler um, for the U.S. I mean, they they both played amazing, um, fantastic hockey. 
Um, obviously, Trey Augustine of Michigan State and Jacob Fowler of uh, Boston College, just two unbelievably talented goaltenders. Um, just uh, it's going to be an unbelievable matchup. Um, I, I'm really excited for it. Um, got a little treat for you guys. Um, just had on James Murray of Everything College Hockey um, to give his prediction, um, you know, of the game, kind of breaking down the world juniors this far as far as, you know, college players that are, you know, that have been playing. Um, and, you know, I, a couple of guys I want to bring up that, you know, I'm as far as, you know, players of the tournament for the U.S., I mean, you got to bring up Gavin Brindley. Um, you know, from from university University of Michigan, just what he's done as far you know putting the puck in the net, and I think you've seen a lot of guys kind of talk about him. You know, Gavin Brindley. You know, how the hell did he fall to the second round? Um, obviously, Columbus grabs Adam Fantilli as well as Gavin Brindley, which unbelievable how this dude fell to the second round. I have no fucking clue how, but I what I do know is Columbus got an unbelievably talented player, um, a gifted goal scorer um, in Gavin Brindley, and I think honestly. He takes home, you know, for me, you know, James and I talked about it, the three guys for us. I mean, it's, you know, Snuggeru, Jimmy Snuggerud as well, you know, as far as putting the puck in the net. He had the hat trick um, as well. Just unreal. This, this, how loaded this roster is. Um, there's so many guys, different guys you could pick um, as far as players of the tournament. Um, Gavin Brindley for me. I mean, Cutter Gauthier, again, scores that game-winning goal yesterday on an unbelievable shot. Jimmy Snuggerud, same thing. As well as phenomenal goaltending and Trey Augustine, Battler. I mean, this this team, it's going to be hard to choose, um, you know, the player of the tournament um, for this Team USA team. Um, kind of transitioning over to the Team Sweden, they, again, unbelievably talented roster as well. Um Probably the most electric Selly um, in this entire tournament was Noah Ostland. Um, obviously, he's a draft pick of the Buffalo Sabres. Um, <laughs> he had the the dab Selly. Um, he scored on a you know scored on a breakaway and just crazy Selly, um, hilarious. Um, th- you know this team is is so special um, as far you know on the back end as well. Um, couple guys that that stand out to me um on their you know in their decor axel sandine palika you know draft pick of the detroit red uh, red wings joins that young d he's going to be joining that young decor at some point um in detroit and they have a special defenseman um you know phenomenal skater um he's scored you know a couple goals here in this tournament um he joins you know moritz cider Simone Edvidson, Wallman. That's going to be an unreal decor. And then another guy who we've gotten the opportunity to see a couple times this year at Boston University, Tom Willander. I've talked about him a couple times on uh, my podcast on on Drop the Mitts. He's had a really good tournament too. Um, he's a really good defender. Um, you know, good two way defender. He's he's a good skater. Draft pick of the Vancouver Canucks. Um, he's been very good as well. I mean, along with you know, Eli- Elias Pettersson, um, another Vancouver draft pick. Um, and then to kind of transition to their forward group, I mean, this is another group, le- in my mind, a very underrated prospect, Jonathan LeCaramacchi. He's had an unbelievable tournament so far. Um, along with Liam Olgren, who 
when I had Brett Howard on um, of Only Bruin, shout out Brett. Um, Liam Ogren was a guy that he was talking about as far as, you know, a guy to watch, um, as well as Noah Ostland, um, I just mentioned, had that breakaway goal and, and unreal selly. Um, he's a draft pick of the Buffalo Sabres. So, again, USA, I brought this up um, last episode, episode 27. If you guys haven't gotten a chance to listen to that yet, definitely recommend doing so. I kind of felt like the only team that was really going to give the U.S. fit uh, fit was Team Sweden, and obviously yesterday Team Finland put up a hell of a fight. Um, it kind of came down to the you know the refs kind of had their whistles away, and then they decided with five minutes left that all of a sudden to make some questionable calls that obviously went the U.S.'s way. Um, hopefully that's not the case this year. You know, not this year. Fuck Jesus. Um, today, you know, gold medal game. Let the boys play. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm really excited to see, um, hopefully that the BC line, you know, the freshman line can get going. Will Smith, Brian Leonard, Gabe Perot, um, we're going to need them to get going. And, and as well as, you know, our goaltending, this might be a game where our goalie might have to steal, you know, steal this game. Um, I, I like team USA in this game. Um, I'm going to say four two, team USA. Um, again, I like their chances. I, I think, I think they've done pretty much everything right this tournament. They're, they're an absolute wagon. Um, Rucker McGordy's had an unbelievable tournament this far. Unbelievable captain. Um, couldn't, couldn't agree more with that choice. Although you have plenty of guys on that team, you know, who have experience in this tournament. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to say four two team USA. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, we also, you know, yesterday we got some other news um, that in two, 2026 World Juniors is going to be held in Minnesota, the Twin Cities. This is going to be unreal. Um, I know it came down to the wire, um, Vegas and Minnesota. Um, ultimately, they went with Minnesota, and I think this is an unbelievable choice. I mean, just, just based on what you see um, as far as the Minnesota high school hockey, t- you know, championships um god it look they look like college hockey games which is unreal you know and i think that obviously it's something that's on my bucket list um is to make it over you know to minnesota and be able to experience those the high school hockey championships because there's nothing like it even even on tv um just seeing how electric those crowds are the barns are packed they look they look like college hockey games and honestly when James and I were talking, it looks like what college football is in the South, or high school football, rather. Um, playing at million-dollar stadiums. High, the high school football in the South is literally high school hockey in Minnesota. It's comparable. Um, the, the passion those fans have for their hockey, um, I think they couldn't have picked a better location. I mean, obviously, they're going to, you know, between, you got to think they're going to be playing either at, you know, Probably Mariucci, where University of Minnesota plays as well as the XL Energy Center, um, where, you know, home of the Minnesota Wild. I think this is going to be an awesome venue. I couldn't be more excited. I wish it was next year, but um, next year is going to be Ottawa, which will be, you know, another a cool location. Uh, hopefully we get the chance to make it out that way. But I think this is I think they got it right here. I think it's going to be an awesome, uh, awesome venue, awesome uh, location for the what, 2026 World Juniors. 
Um, and yeah, hopefully it's something we can we can make it over to. I know for sure I'll be going to the Minnesota um, World Juniors 2026. As far as Ottawa next year, it kind of depends on travel. We'll see. Um, but would love to make it out that way. Um, but yeah, I with this gold medal game, this World Junior news, I'm all fired up this morning. Obviously, I was up at friggin' 4 a.m. Um, you know, trying to get some content ready. Um, you know, as far as like the Herb Brooks speech, I had that one locked and loaded. Um, you know, his speech in Miracle prior to the uh, U.S. playing the Russians, I had that one locked and loaded. Um, yeah, I it's gonna be an awesome day. It it is. It has been so far. I'm so ready for this puck to drop. Um, but so so again, we're really excited. Um, little bit of a surprise episode for you guys. Um. So fortunate, um, James Murray of uh, Everything College Hockey, you know, took time out of his day to, uh, you know, come join us and give his preview, his predictions of, you know, player of the game, uh, player of the tournament, um, you know, as well as talk about all things college hockey. I mean, he, what he runs over there at Everything College Hockey is, I, I can't think of another page. I mean, obviously what Mike Grinelli is doing over at, uh, you know, Mike Grinelli. Matt Murley and Colby Armstrong, what they're doing over there at uh, Chicklets University. You get that kind of perspective on how electric some of these schools are and how passionate they are um, about their college hockey. And um, everything, you know, everything college hockey's latest log, um, they go through Cornell. And I, I really, really think you guys, you know, I recommend you guys go take, you know, take a look at that on their YouTube. Um, it really gives you a perspective on some of these schools that you don't really think have electric fan bases. Like until I watched this, I had no idea how passionate Cornell was. Um, and it, it was so sick to see. And, uh, you know, hearing James kind of talk about that school and, and talk about the traditions they have um, and, and what he learned over there was, was awesome to hear. Um, so, yeah, w without further ado, um, we bring you James Murray of everything college hockey. Um, if you guys get the chance, obviously, on, on your socials, um, go follow them. Um, I'm going to get their handle right now. The handle for everything college hockey on Twitter, it is at Team ECH. That's at Team ECH. And, again, if you guys are college hockey fans, you have to follow this page. I mean, they everything. They, they cover a wide range of school and they do or of schools rather. And they do such a great job, you know, being a, a smaller group and, um, incredibly passionate about spreading the game of hockey, which is something, you know, we're trying to do here as well. Just, you know, growing the game and just getting more kids and more people to, to tune into hockey, because really there is, there is nothing better on this earth, right. Than the game of hockey. I mean, it, it brings people together. It's, you know, there's nothing like it. Um, so, yeah, give them a follow. And, again, without further ado, we bring you James Murray from Everything's College Hockey. Thanks, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Drop the Mitts Hockey Podcast, brought to you in partnership with Primetime Productions. We've got a really special uh, interview today, um, World Junior Preview for the gold medal game, USA versus Sweden. Um, but first off, I want to introduce you guys to the founder 
um, of everything college hockey, you know, one of the biggest college hockey pages out there, if not probably the best, you know, the best and the biggest, um, James Murray. James, how you doing, buddy? I'm, I'm great, man. USA has a chance to win the gold today, so it's always a good thing. Man, I'm fired up. It's going to yeah. be an unreal yeah. game. I mean, we also have uh, college hockey's back tonight, too. Pretty much yep. full screen, so it's, it's a great day. Great day yeah. to be a college hockey fan. Yeah, man. Honestly, I, I love your guys' page so much. You know, mm-hmm. everything that you guys have built there, definitely like my go-to for all college hockey content. <laughs> Thank um, you. But, you know, first off, I want to get into this uh, this gold medal game, man. Like, it, yeah. especially yesterday, what a game. Like, you know, there's, I think the inconsistency of the refs, just, you know, the up and down yeah. of the ice, it just, there were some crazy calls, some crazy non-calls. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your thoughts on yesterday's game? Yeah, I thought it was it was silly for the the refs to swallow the whistle the whole game, and then to, to break it out with three minutes left in the game. Like just how like physical that game was and back and forth. Um, I don't know. I, I hope they swallow the whistles today. There's just no penalties. That's that's the easier way to put it, uh, easiest way to do it. I mean, but uh, great game overall. I think the U.S. came out, had their chance, and didn't score. Finland scored, and then they played their game more defensively and. Um, I'm surprised with the period that the U.S. came out with in the second because they dominated that period. And then once once I saw that, I was like, oh, they're going to win this game. Um, it took till the end of the third to do it, but and then they held strong. But uh, it was a good game overall. And uh, the World Juniors has been pretty good overall, too. I've seen a lot of talent. It seems like every every year it just gets better and better. So Yeah, you, you know, you're seeing a lot of these, you know, especially in college hockey, a lot of these guys, even on other countries. Um, mm-hmm. I know especially today for Sweden, we're going to see, you know, a couple college guys out there. Yep. Um, you know, most notably Tom Willander, um, the defenseman, he's looked really good. Really um, good. obviously a freshman at BC having a great season. Um, are there any guys that, you know, that are playing college right now, playing in these world juniors that have really kind of stood out to you, um, as, you know, great performers in this tournament? I mean, obviously like Celebrini for Canada. I know he's out now, but he, he looks so good in the little time yeah. that he, he got, you know, he got with Canada. Um, Harabo though, the, the goalie. The checks, I thought he was good. Um, but I mean, all, all the US guys have looked pretty, pretty damn good. I thought overall, I think the US did a good job of taking their team. I think Canada should have taken more college players like the Nadu brothers from uh Maine there, but I, I don't know. It, what do you, I mean, Canada definitely needs more college players, I'll say that. But as far as the, the rest of the guys, I mean, every single guy in the US has proved that they belong there. Um, and you know, majority of them are high, high draft picks, so. Yeah, man, you mentioned the Nudu brothers. I mean, they're yeah. ripping it up right now at Maine. I was shocked that they didn't I was make shocked. this They didn't even get the tryout, I don't think. They didn't even get the tryout ask, I'm pretty sure. Which, so which I think they could have made a significant impact. I oh. mean, obviously, the, the main guys you think about are like, you know, they didn't have Bedard, the Zach Benson, yeah. you know, Zach Benson obviously, right? But even the Nudu brothers, for me, were the biggest snubs, I think, possibly of every team in this tournament. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. Canada needs to get more college players, and I think they're just scared to do it because they don't want to kill the Canadian leagues. But it's it, college is the best, you know, pre league for for NHL. It's the it's the step before the NHL. It's just that's what college hockey is now. So yeah, it's um, it's you got to take there from the World Juniors. You had to take from college hockey, and the other countries are doing it. and It's benefiting them. There's some good players in other leagues as well, but college hockey is definitely the top spot. Yeah, I mean, again, you're going to see the number one overall pick, I mean, from college hockey, right? A Canadian kid making the jump to college. Yep. And as a 17-year-old, ripping it up. I mean, what Macklin Celebrini is doing at BU um, as a 17-year-old is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, really good kid, too. Uh, made some content with him out at BU a couple of weeks ago. It's still coming out, so we'll be tuned uh, tuned in for that. But, I mean, just solid kid. When uh, I just remember meeting him at practice. 
And I was just like, whoa, this kid's mature at 17 years old. And then I saw what he was doing on the ice. And I don't think I've ever been that blown away before by someone's talent on the ice in practice. The kid's a 17. So um, he's he's the real deal. I mean, I think one more year at BU wouldn't hurt him at all to, to stay for one more year. But yeah. uh, he could. He's good enough to go to the NHL right now if he wants to. That's yeah, man, man, the thought of Iserman and Celebrini playing together is yeah, that's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, Hudson will be gone, but he's been fun to watch. I think he's been – Yesterday, we're just watching him skate out there in a big game like that. He's just skating circles around people. That was cool to see. I mean, yeah, yeah dude. Ready. John, uh, Johnny Lazarus just made a post about you know the best skaters in the NHL, and like first one that comes to mind, not in, not even in the NHL yet, is Lane Hudson. I mean, I yeah. saw you know Bernie, you know who makes content with you, yeah. unbelievable kid, awesome guy, made that awesome video, and it it literally shows exact you know exactly how crafty and how much of a gifted skater lane hudson is yeah i mean he immediately as soon as he gets to the league he's going to be probably one of the best skaters offensive defense he's a competitor too yeah, i got to see him at practice too that day we mic'd him up a little bit you'll see that in the video a little bit but uh just the way he takes you know in, in the weight room everything just takes every day seriously and wins he's a winner um he I, i'm just excited to see what he can do i think he's the next quinn hughes in the nhl so yeah yeah, yeah. and the fact that he fell to the second round especially to the habs i mean that that yeah. decor already is, you know, they're a young decor, but he's going to be a like Brindley falling to the Blue Jackets in the second round. Kind of, I know, dips yep. and stuff, but like, still, like, how did he fall? You know, that that far. And Brindley's such a good skater. I, I, he impressed me the most on USA yesterday. And um, yeah, I don't like Snuggeroo not getting enough time out there. Oliver Moore looked good. He had his chances. I mean, this team's so stacked. <laughs> it's, 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 everybody's got a chance. They're so fun to watch. And man, like, J Jimmy Snuggerud yesterday looked like vintage fucking Ovechkin from that spot, yeah. man. That thing was a pee. Yep, another really good kid, buddy of mine. He uh, he's gonna have a good NHL career. He's ready to go yeah. too. He, you put the puck on a stick, good things are always gonna happen. So, um, yeah, we'll see, man. I, I will be shocked if the U.S. loses today. But the only thing Sweden's got going for them is that I mean they do have good talent, but it's in Sweden, so it's gonna be a home home game for them, and that's gonna be hard for the U.S. to go against it. It, it will be, but it will be a difference maker, but. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped. You know, in talking about Gavin Brindley, who's had an unbelievable tournament, how the fuck he fell to Columbus, like unreal. Would yeah. you would you say at this point he's he's the player of the tournament for you, or are there other guys that, um, you know, Cameron, for me, Snuggerud, I think, like just Snuggerud, the hat trick game, like you have to you have to guard Snuggerud when he's out, especially on the power play. You can't give him a shot. Like he's just yeah. as far as the danger goes, Snuggerud's right there. Um. He hasn't got as much playing time as I want. I don't know. I heard he was baby sick. I don't know if that's true or not. But Brindley's right there for the player of the tournament. Hudson's been very controlling, too, in his part. So, um, for U.S., yeah, I, I, I might give it to Brindley. Like, that's a, that's a yeah. fair that's a fair take. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Honestly, at this point, it's kind of hard to take it away from him, how how unreal he's been. I mean, yeah, especially, yeah. you know, leading. Yeah, he's, yeah, dominated the game out there. He's, he looks comfortable. And another guy that's ready for the NHL jump pretty soon here. So. Yeah, um, you know, another uh, some other news that we got yesterday, um, the 2026 World Juniors is going to be coming to Minnesota. Yep. Um, I, it came down between, you know, Minnesota and Vegas, and obviously you being a Minnesota guy, like, talk to us about what that's going to mean to Minnesota. Like, how electric is that environment going to be? Um, and, and what is that venue going to look like in your mind? Yeah, um, there's going to be a lot of partying, I have a feeling, right outside St. Paul and 7th Street there. Um I just, just knowing from experience and growing up in Minnesota playing hockey up here, 
it's uh it's crazy the fan base is crazy but the high school hockey tournament you know same 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 age relatively so it is the craziest event i've ever been to it's just nineteen thousand people packed into that arena for a high school game so kids a couple years older but now the best players in the world at that age packing into the xl energy center is going to be oh chills you know just yeah. um all, all the history in minnesota too it's going to be packed the red white and blue the x will be sold out and the mariucci too and then the ties with with her brooks and all that stuff here it's it's going to be insane You're so gonna, everyone's going to travel outside of the state to come to come here just to to be in that the 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 area really yeah. go to the bars, party with people it's gonna be nuts no i i know it's it's on my bucket list i mean even before they announced this tournament to go to the high school um championships because you look yeah. dude you look at the stands it looks like a freaking college hockey game you know like yeah man it's it's electric like having a student section with the bottom bowl and you have the top bowl of the nhl arena it's it, it's insane like the one school student section starts in the bottom takes up a whole section and then goes to the tops of the you know the third deck and it's just packed. It's it's so cool. That's unreal, dude. I, I I'm so fired up. I know for sure I'm going to the uh, the World Juniors in 26. You know, hopefully, yeah. definitely the high. I was thinking about doing high school either this year or next year. Um, for I, sure. I would I would this year the talent. I have yet to make it to a game this year, but I've heard the talent's been unreal. And um, I'm I'm actually planning to go to my first game tomorrow night in Edina. So um, there's a uh, really good talent in high school here and it's, it's fun to watch the atmosphere. There's been packed arenas here, so it's definitely growing and with social media, it's just going to grow more, but yeah, it's sure. uh, very comparable to football in Texas. It's the same thing. Oh yeah, dude. And awesome. like, even you bring up the football in Texas, that's exactly what it reminds me of because you go to Texas and you see these like massive stadiums, yeah, multi-million dollar stadiums for high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have the multi-million dollar arenas for, for high schoolers here, but we have the fan base. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I want, you know, and I wanted to, in having you on, man, I kind of wanted to get to know you a little bit as far as like how you started everything college hockey. Like, obviously, yeah. you had to have been a big hockey guy. And like, what kind of inspired you to start this whole thing? Like, um, and obviously, it's taken you to some unreal places, you know, some unreal venues, games, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what inspired you to start this whole thing? I think just a, a lack of coverage for college hockey. I grew up going to all the Gopher games with my dad, so a lot of them. And that was just like a big thing for me is I, I want to create that experience for other kids because that's what I love so much, and it got me into the game. For me, like college hockey, the atmosphere is so unique and so different than going to an NHL game where it's quiet kind of the whole game other than the arena pumping in music, you know, which is good. They do it at the right time, at right. least hearing, you know, uh, whistles and stuff. But for the college, the band, everything, the student section, I thought was so cool. And these kids get a play, you know, chance to go to school and play in front of all their like classmates and stuff like that. And everyone's cheering them on. It's a party. That's the whole scene. It's, it's really cool. So that's what I wanted to grow and no one was kind of doing it. So that, that's how I did it. Uh, you know, I, I stopped playing in high school uh, due to injuries. Then I, I started being become a student manager and I knew I wanted to do that maybe at the NHL level. That was kind of my goal at the time. And then went to college at Bemidji State. And they gave me a job there to be a student manager with the team and then did that for a year. Then a couple a guy transferred. I moved in with the team and then uh, used their kind of connections to help build my – I started the Instagram once I moved in with the team and used their connections to take over my Instagram stories, like other players around the league. And that happened and it kept growing. And then, you know, credit to Grinnell and Chicklets over there. And then they followed me and gave us credibility a little more. And, yeah. you know, I kept posting, kept doing my thing, then added guys on and it kept growing. So just kind of found the, the – the needs and the wants of the fans too. So um yeah, I've been building up that for five, six years now. So six yeah. years. 
dude, what like what you've built is incredible. Like you, every single school, like you don't miss anything. Um, it's, hey, it's we're unreal. trying. We try to spread it out. That's I think for for like I do get a lot of DMs like, yo, well, you guys never cover these schools or yo cover more women's hockey. Like for us, it's like it's not even our full time job yet. It really right. is. We all have full time jobs on top of this, and we're covering like the NHL has a whole media team of twenty people that uh, that cover the NHL, and that's thirty teams or 32 teams whatever we have 65 teams we have to cover so that's two nhls with no, yeah. no like a, not a ton of money coming into us for doing what we do so it's tough to cover every team and we obviously have to cover the big schools and the schools that are winning because that's what people want to see but and the talent but uh no it's been a blast you know thank god for all the connections he's given me and all the you know there's so many young players that i'm now connected to it's been pretty cool to see and uh to, just to be a part of every day it's i wake up and you know, I'm at the studio here with all these lockers and jerseys. It's it's really cool. Yeah, dude. And honestly, like you mentioned it, like it's just a group of you guys kind of just making content. Like I think a lot of times people don't understand that, that it's just you guys. And a lot of th- it's not even full time job. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. like for you guys to cover every I still think you guys do an incredible job, you know, like Thank covering you. every single school. Um, and, and most recently, your you know, your vlog with Cornell um man i watched that i was like i did not realize how electric cornell was and i think it was yeah um i think actually it was grinelli they were interviewing uh main's coach and yeah he he was asked i think the most electric barn that he's you know been to and i think cornell was brought up but talk to us a little bit about uh you know what you got to do at cornell and and what you uh you know your favorite parts of it yeah um I think the first I like we flew in and then they had a game the night before because we went to the Harvard game. That was the game we were shooting for. Um, who did they play the night before? Dart- Dartmouth. Uh, so I I remember walking in there for the first time. I just got off my flight. I was exhausted. I rolled in the, to the arena. I had no idea where I was going. This girl directed me in. It's like this in this building. I just had no idea where I was. All of a sudden, I'm walking through these doors and I, I find the arena. Right. But. I walk in there and it's packed. There's not one seat open at Lina there. And this was the, for me, the coolest moment that uh, maybe one of the coolest moments of what I had in hockey. Cause you, you come in on the concourse and then the, the arena is kind of below you. Yeah. The locker rooms on concourse level, the arena is below everything, but I walk in there and there was not one fan, not one on their phone, not one. Everyone was watching the game and it's packed. I don't know how many seats, four or 5,000 people, whatever it is. It was not one seat open. Everyone was watching the game. It was like a religious feeling walking into there. And it, and then it was it was loud, too. Everyone understands the game, too. They know their hockey. Um, they're diehard Cornell fans. You had, like, all the students on one side and then all the kind of, like, townies on another side. But all together, it's just an unreal atmosphere. And then the, the, next, the next game, Harvard, the next day, that was that was maybe the coolest moment I've had in my hockey career. Just being because we're filming, we're walking down the tunnel with the guys, and you're at the locker room here, and you're walking down the stairs as they hit the rink full speed, but you can hear the fans because they're under the student section, just chanting the tunnel shake. It's nuts. Like I had chills the whole time, and then after that, they hit the ice, and then all the students are throwing fish on the ice. It was it smelled so fucking bad down there, dude. It was the worst smelling ice I've ever smelled in my life after the. All the fish were throwing, throwing newspapers, the bench filled with fish. I'm helping pick up fish on the ice. It's it's such a cool, unique atmosphere, man. College hockey is the best. It is yeah. the best. Cornell does it right. And if I'm a recruit, there's no way in hell if Cornell offers me offers me that I'm saying no, unless it's another top five school offering too. But like, dude, it's 
it's top notch. Yeah, it, it, and like again with the vlogs that you guys do, it literally put you, like you feel like you're there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you feel yeah. that. That's, that's kind of the goal, and uh, we want to grow the game. I feel like that's the best way. Yeah. Now we have Grinnell helping at Chick Chicklets. He's doing some videos at schools too, kind of the same thing I'm doing, but like. They cover more of the day and life stuff, but it's good just to get exposure for the game, man. We need it so bad, and we can only do so much. Like I said, there's 65 teams, dude. There's so many yeah. to be involved with, and it needs to be constant. It needs to be an every year thing. And I think these schools now are starting to understand like how much how important media is. Like a, yeah. a lot of the, the old people don't understand that stuff at all. Like my parents don't understand it, but yeah. um, and a lot of these people in power are, are at the schools are older. But the schools that use the media, like look at Michigan right now. They have a hundred and they have more followers than us, I think. They think they're 170,000 or something like that. Yeah. You can't you can't tell me a kid's not gonna want to go there if Michigan offers. Like he knows he's gonna get exposure. Like I was talking to Rucker McGrody about this. He's like, Man, I don't like we he had we had him on the pod. He's like, dude, like I came in with like maybe five thousand followers. Now he's sitting at sixty thousand followers. Michigan, Michigan can do that. That's just the power of social yes. media, dude. And now he's a now brands are gonna want to reach out to him um nhl team that might help his contract down the road if he has like a hundred thousand followers or right. like that that's advertising right there so it builds your image um it's very important it's very important I, I hope more schools spend the money to you know make good quality content for for their for their players and their schools yeah i think i actually just saw most recently too i think uh umass just got a recruit and he was saying I think it was actually Grinelli that posted it. And yeah. he was saying that he saw the facilities um, on Chicklets, you know, Chicklets University. And that's how yeah. that kind of helped him make that decision. Like, that's incredible. That's exactly what, you know, this day and age needs. Like, we kind of have seen hockey dying down a little bit. But I yeah. but I couldn't agree more with you. Like, the social media yeah. aspect of things is going to be huge, fucking dude. huge. Dude. I've, I've had players overseas message us multiple times saying, yo, this is so cool. I had no idea. How do I get yeah. to hockey? Stuff like that. Like, even the conversation starter is so important. So um, like a lot of the overseas, like even in Canada, they don't know about it. So with social right. media, it's all kids can reach it now from other countries, which is huge. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. And like I said, what you guys are doing, what, you know, Chicklets University kind of following your guys' footsteps um, is yeah, going to be, it, it is huge for the game of hockey. And I respect the hell out of what you guys are doing. Um, I, I kind of wanted to talk to you about, you know, also this, you know, this season, this college hockey year. Um, do you have a team that, you know, is you think is really going to, you know, make a push for the national championship? Uh, your, who's your prediction to, uh, to win it all this year? I'm trying to think of my, my picks off the beginning of the year. I think <laughs> I, I had a BCBU, Minnesota, North Dakota, my frozen four. I wanted yeah. the ultimate rivalry for the frozen four out of the gate. I think all those teams still have a very good chance. Uh, you will really see with all these teams, what every team is made up here the second half of the season, because now every team has chemistry. Every yeah. team has figured out what it takes to win, why they've lost games, all that stuff now. So now now the pairwise starts to matter. Now the chemistry starts to uh, be present, and you're going to see who's really the best teams. But um, one team that I picked to, to win the Big Ten this year, I know that was Michigan State. And if Augustine can shut down the door, a hot goalie can win you a lot of games and be the yeah. ultimate, you know, yeah. the, the corner piece for to win, to win you a championship. So Michigan State's right there. Um I think BC is probably on paper. Like with that line, it depends if that line can keep winning them games. But <laughs> that line, I don't see how they don't win it. Or BU, like Celebrini, those are probably be one of my two picks: is BU or Celebrini or uh, BC. I don't know who I want more right now. Uh, that's tough. Michigan's yeah. been kind of disappointing to me as far as the record goes this year. They have a lot of talent too. They could go on hot and win it all. Right. They could. 
Maine has been the biggest Maine too, man. Yep. I don't know. If I had to pick one though, right now, give me. I'm, I'm taking BU. I'll take BU right now. I'm taking Celebrini. I can respect that, um, man. Honestly, you brought up Michigan State. Um, so when Michigan State was at a Conti Forum playing BC, and man, they were a team going into the year. I I didn't realize, man, they have a couple really special players. You mentioned Augustine could steal yeah. them games. Isaac Howard is fucking filthy. Yeah, um, he's had a good year. I yeah, that, dude. He, he won a blast year at Duluth, and he came into Michigan State and has done it well. Red Savage, another player that's came in and done yeah. a hell of a job. So. Yeah, and they got um, obviously one of the top prospects this year. One of my favorite prospects coming into this draft, uh, Artem Levshinov. Yeah, watching him, man, being a, as a freshman, he he's unbelievable. Like I think he's body, gonna... yeah, he's he's the man. No, Michigan State's done a really the coaching staff there, friends with a couple coaches there, done an excellent job, yeah. excellent job of recruiting and building what they have now. So um, unreal facility too. I remember I was there last year. We were doing a video for Bowling Green on the road, but. The Michigan State guys texted me. He's like, "Hey, come check out our locker room before the game." And I was, I was blown away. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. So, uh, plans to go back out there this year. Actually, we're we're, we're trying to go back Good out kids. there. Might be a, a one weekend, one night at Michigan State, one night back at Western Michigan because uh, last year that was that was the best atmosphere I've seen in college hockey ever. Was that game Western Michigan versus Michigan? I'll, I don't think I'll ever beat that one. Yeah, dude, and. Like, again, the, all these schools, man, it, this is going to be a really fun, um, you know, it's going to really come down to the wire, which team, you know, gets hot at the right time, can stay yeah. healthy. Yeah, you got to stay healthy, too. That's a that's a big thing right there. Um, yeah. Who knows? That could kill, like, yeah, it could kill any team. Do you, you have any uh, Hobie Baker uh, predictions? I think I know who you're going to go with. Um and I think I definitely that one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I picked Snugger at the beginning of the year. I think. The Gophers have had, kind of had a down year. Um, they're still a deep, good year. They're still up in the standings. But like Snugger, like we've seen in the World Juniors, can be very down. Celebrini. Uh, Zeev Bouillon, I don't know. He might – he's yep. been, to me, unbelievable all season long. But to me, he could be, be the reason that Denver goes and wins a championship. Right. Like, he, he's that good. He looked, He's looked good in the in the World Juniors. His ability just to get to the net, too. <laughs> defenseman. He, he can do – he can do it all. So – um bunch of freshmen that could that that could do it um man there's it's hard to pinpoint like any of the guys on the the freshman line at bc could could win it cutter might win it like yeah cutter too yeah i i man god now that i picked bu it's like how do you not pick bc with cutter and then the whole freshman line <laughs> they have yeah i'm fired um, up i'm going the bean pot dude i'm so fucking fired yeah, up. i don't know if you guys are going to be there we're planning on going right now it's not confirmed but as of right now we're planning on going ourselves so at least for that first round game, the BCBU game, because man, I wish I wish it could have came down to like a BCBU final. Like I, I, I don't know, know but like, it's just risking it because then both teams have to win. At least you're getting it for sure right now. Yeah, and no, it, I get it. Standings, like it's gonna be insane. It yeah, is gonna I'm, be insane. Uh, I'm fired up for it, dude. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I don't know who to pick in that game, but uh, well, that'll be fun. And all all the conference tournaments, you know, now it's the second half of the season, so we get to look forward to the the conference tournament, which is my favorite. Yeah, like, me too. Even in the Atlantic, I just love the series that every every team has to just battle it out, and it's usually it usually comes down to game three in the first round. So it's just fun to see season on the line what these kids do, and it's physical. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it's so, awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, man, honestly, we're, you know, we're coming up on 24 minutes. So uh, I, I honestly can't thank you enough for, you know, taking time. I know you guys are busy as hell. Um, you know, mm -hmm. awesome content you guys create. 
Um, for all our listeners, you can follow everything college hockey um, at team, all caps, E-C-H, um, for everything college hockey. If, if This is literally my go-to for, you know, co- all college hockey content. Um, so, you know, give them a follow. Appreciate um, it. James, man, can't thank you enough for coming on, taking time. Um, yeah, anytime, Chris. I appreciate you having me on. Let's uh, well, let's get a win with the USA today. I love the hat. That's a sweet hat. Where, Thanks, where, bro. Where I appreciate you. That. Oh, you got the jersey too. I love it. Yeah, dude. So I actually I got it at um I got it at Pure Hockey. Um, oh, a yeah. little little bit overpriced. I mean, it was probably about hundred eighty bucks for the sweatshirt. Wow. <laughs> but but I was like, ah, you know what? I have to, you know. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I uh, huge game today. I'm I'm fired up for it, man, and uh. Even even yesterday, I was a little nervous, but made yeah. it through and just take it a day at a time. I, I got a good feeling about today. Hey, well, on our Instagram, we have another giveaway. We're doing guess the first goal score. We're giving away a free college hockey jersey of whoever gets it, whoever we picks choice. So awesome, man! Well, generation, and <laughs> we just like, <laughs> random person. The computer does it for us, but they're getting a free college hockey jersey if you guess the first goal score. Hopefully, we get one today. Dude, I, was, I hope so, man. We didn't score in the first. I was like, uh oh, did I jinx it? <laughs> but uh, well, yeah. Awesome, man. Again, yeah, can't thank you enough. And uh, enjoy the game today and uh, keep killing it over there. Uh, yeah, you guys yeah. are doing awesome work. You guys are unbelievable dudes. So love to see you guys doing well. Um, and, yeah, yeah keep, keep, keep ripping it up, man. Yeah, you as well, Chris. Keep grinding. All right, buddy. Take Thanks. care. Yep. Bye. That was James Murray of Everything College Hockey. Um, like I said, if you guys have the opportunity, I mean, definitely, you guys are college hockey fans. Go follow their content. I mean, unbelievable guys over there. Um, obviously, James, you know, James Murray is an awesome dude. Um, our our good buddy, um, who I had the opportunity to, um, you know, film some content with when uh, Jeremy Swayman was, um, you know, we, we got to film some stuff with Jeremy Swayman. Uh, Bernie Parisi, um, you can follow him too. He's a digital creator, unbelievably talented kid. Um, He's the one who films all their stuff. And I know they got a couple other guys, um, you know, a part of everything college hockey. Um, so, yeah, definitely go follow them. Um, you know, we, we both feel really good about Team USA today. Um, it's going to be an awesome game. Um, it's obviously nerve wracking, um, especially after um, yesterday's game um, with the officiating and just, you know, Team USA pulling it out last minute. Um, so, yeah, you know, go USA. Um, hopefully they take home the gold today and, uh, yeah, take care everyone. Be safe and, uh, have a phenomenal weekend. Bye guys.